Welcome to the wedding. Welcome hour. to the wedding hour. You know, it's so much harder. It's so much harder <laughs> on, um, on Zoom. But hi, Kim. Hi, Sade. How are you? It's almost like Happy New Year, at least to the listeners. <laughs> exactly. Happy 2024. 2024. We made it, right? Yes, we did. Ooh. And so how is your 2024 starting? Mine was pretty rough. <laughs> Mine has been um, a little bit of a challenge, but some progress made that is helping me feel better. Yeah. How about your? How about you? Yeah, I, I think mine is still a work in progress. Um, definitely. Okay. And that's good. I know we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll dig um, into our cryptic message. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I know that when we talked about um, 20, you know, like going through the holidays and stuff, you know, like one of my mm -hmm. big things is always beware of January. It's long, it's dark, it's cold. And it's kind of a letdown if you've had kind of like, you know, um, a good mindset of preparing for what the holidays will be. And then January right. comes, you know, like, oh, dear, what am I going to do? Right. And right. Yeah. For the first time for me, I'm like, where did January go? I would say I agree with you. And I would say um, I'm grateful for it. I'm not grateful for why it went as quickly as it did, but it did go quickly for me. And I'm always glad to see the first of February because January is such a long and dark and cold month um, and a letdown from all the hustle and bustle that is between, you know, Thanksgiving and New Year's with all of the celebrations happening and the get togethers. And it feels like everything does go off a cliff a little bit, but um, yeah, you, you and I had um, similar circumstances yeah. in January. So um, we'll talk about that now, right? Oh, go ahead. You, you, you go first. Okay. Well, um, just a real quick uh, whirlwind since the end of December. My mother um, is now living in assisted living. So that was a big, heavy lift getting all of that put together and doing it from long distance made it even more of a challenge but it all came together she got moved in two days after christmas i unfortunately was not able to be there because of bad weather canceled flights and then booked flights for the rest of that week so her friend uh, and husband and adult kids moved her and then I came in in the middle of January and I cleaned out the house. And if, I mean, I think we all know as widowed people, you know, the dealing of material things is a big emotional uh, situation. It's also very stressful. It's exhausting, um, but it's, it's all done. Her house is cleaned out. In a couple of weeks, we'll probably close on selling her house. We sold her car. She is now comfortably in her assisted living. So I'm just super grateful that it's almost completely done, but she's adjusting. And I'm hoping soon that I will see some evidence that she's thriving. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed and I'm keeping hopefully a positive outlook on that. That that sounds amazing. Do you think, um, I mean, not I, I 
all of the stress granted, but that she's in a place where now it's like, okay, we can breathe a little bit and things yeah. are moving forward. Um, mm -hmm. do, do you tell me what was it like going through this as a widowed person thinking if Scott had been here, right? Like exactly. how different would this be? Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> as a widowed person, oh my gosh, it would have been wonderful to have his support and, you know, helping me process, you know, caring for my mom. But what was the bigger absence in my life was my brother missing mm -hmm. and having it all on my shoulders, basically, my my mother's mobility is uh, so limited that, you know, physically she she can't carry a box without, you know, putting herself in danger of tripping and falling. So a lot of it, she wasn't physically able to do herself. So, of course, I, I knew that um, when I got to South Dakota, where uh, mom lives and where I grew up um, in the middle of January. That's not the best time to be in South Dakota. Um, but, you know, we didn't have a choice, had to power through. It was the weekend that it was bitterly cold, um, you know, air temperatures below zero. Ooh. And then anytime you have a breeze on top of it, which South Dakota is famous for being windy. So, um, you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back a little bit and say, I got a heck of a lot done in two days time in bitterly cold, uh, weather, um, all by myself. Mm -hmm. I packed up the house. I donated, I recycled, I, you know, took garbage. It was, uh, um, it was a big heavy lift, but I powered through. I'm so glad it's behind me. <laughs> but the biggest, the biggest thing was that I still got to spend some time with mom, help her get further settled in, help um, get her apartment looking more like her home, and just kind of have an idea of what life is like for her now. So that was a really valuable weekend for me, and I feel a lot better knowing that she's in good hands. That's really good. I Yeah. Yeah. And my story, well, I know the similarity probably ends where both of us, you know, are yeah. dealing with um aging parents and my my story. So it's so crazy that um you know, my mom has been super independent. My dad died 2017. And, you know, with that, she, she'll fly from Nigeria to London and to the U.S. and back. And now, you know, she got sick in November and it's been this, like, 180 from totally self-sufficient and able to do everything herself to really depending on us kids to, you know, not necessarily with mobility, but, you know, she she can't go anywhere by herself she you know it's it's um it's a little bit she can't fly back to London right like she has to be clear to be able to travel so it was like almost night and day from being able to get up and go back and forth to she has no idea and so you know and then I have siblings right there's five of us we're all not on the same page all the time um and um I, I i think for me so it's twofold so one one piece of this is um i feel 
a little bit in the dark just because, you know, there's a lot going on that we don't understand. You know, the doctors are forthcoming and everything. Um, but I relied so much on my husband, who was a physician, you know, to interpret stuff for me. And, you know, that reassurance, like, oh, yeah, this is the right direction to go. You know, always having that wise second opinion that you could trust is not there anymore. And so that that has come up for me a lot. Um, and I was just there. So, you know, how I always say January is so long. I was in New York. My mom's in New York. I was in New York with her for um, almost two weeks of January. And it's it's hard to watch, right? Like, um, granted, things are a lot better and she's more stable, but there's still a ways to go. And so being there, being able to help was awesome. And then you come back home and you're relying on secondhand information. So half of my brain is in New York while I'm still trying to function here. Right. Like it's, it's, um, yeah, it's definitely, um, a super balancing act. So, um, and you know, again, it's that reality of, oh yeah, I'm doing this by myself, you know, mm -hmm. like, yes, with my siblings, but having that trusted partner to even to vent to, right. It's, yes. it's, it's a missing piece for sure. It's it's missing just that even little bit of support mm. just ha helps to lessen that burden, that load. And I and I probably shouldn't use the word burden because I feel like that's such a strong word. And mm. that's something that my mom has always said. I don't want to be a burden on you. And of course, she isn't. Mm. Um, and of course, I would do anything, anything possible for my mom. So um yeah, it, it would just be nice having that emotional support mm -hmm. as you're putting a lot of your energy toward, uh, you know, your parents as they're getting older and as their health is not so great as they're losing their independence. And that's something that um, this is the adjustment period that my mom is um, dealing with now. She doesn't have a car anymore. Um, she, you know, will basically just stay in her apartment and unless somebody comes and takes her out somewhere. But, um, you know, I know she's grieving that as she's grieving my brother as, you know, it's the sunset of her life and she's, you know, fully realizing it. And she says things like, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm. And I think before becoming widowed, I probably would have said things like, don't say that, mom. That's, you know, because that's hard to hear. Of course, it's hard to hear. But I understand it now. Having lost Scott, I get it. I understand how you feel like you've lost your purpose. And as a mom losing a child, it doesn't matter how old your child was. You are not supposed to outlive your children. It goes against nature. I understand why she says these things. And now losing her independence on top of it, it's it's a big, it's a lot for her to digest. So um, I just encourage her to talk about her feelings. I don't think had I lost Scott, I may not have ever encouraged her to talk about her grief and talk about how she's feeling and let her say those things. So I think that's a big um, difference between 
who I would have been had I not been a widow versus being a widow and seeing, you know, that things are winding down in my mom's life. We don't like to talk about that, obviously. We don't like to talk about those things, but we need to talk about those things. So much. And um, I, I love that you said that, that, I mean, the whole perspective change, right? As hard as, and as much as um, we would give everything up in a heartbeat, right? To have our people back, um, that gift of perspective, you can't, like, you can't unlearn the things that you learn through your loss, right? And then be able to have, use that perspective, you know, going forward, which is, you know, it's, that's the bittersweetness of it, isn't it? Like, yes. I have this knowledge because I lost and because I have this knowledge, it's helping me and my mom and how I, I wish I did not have this knowledge. Right? I know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How, how, how is caring for your mom long distance Mm -hmm. Similar to how you cared for your dad long distance and you were much, um, you were much closer to losing Lacan when your father got sick. And I can only imagine the weight that that was on you as you were still figuring out widowed life. Yeah. So I think what it did for me, um, you know, that gift of perspective right um I this time around I just decided I'm you know I'm gonna go and be there as much as I can you know work and everything granted it wasn't granted we we didn't have that much time when my dad got diagnosed but when the first time I went to see him you know because I'd spoken to him on the phone so much I did not realize how advanced he was You know, and so that was just so shocking for me. So now I'm all up in all the business, you know, like I'm I'm all up in all the business of, you know, what's going on? What, you know, like, um, let's have a family meeting. Let's talk because it, it's it, having that gift, you telling your mom, oh, yeah, let, you know, let's talk about this because it helps. It doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. Right. Right. And so um, sad as it was that my dad died and the way things happened have given me um, it's given me a perspective of doing things differently with my mom. Right. You know, and so um, the idea that, you know, we've all been rotating in and out so that she, you know, yes, she's with my brother, but he's one person. Right. And so just having all of us filter in and out over the months has been really helpful for her, you know, and then we're way more in the loop with what's going on as opposed to when it was my dad. I think we were kind of, and not intentionally, we were kind of blindsided because we had, you know, we we thought, oh, yeah, we're, we're talking on the phone. He's fine. You know, and I, I remember my sister and I met up and we're like, oh, we're going to take him out and go do some fun stuff. And the moment we saw him, we looked at each other and it's like, we're not going anywhere. Like, that's not even, that's not even a thing, you know? And so, um, 
as as hard as it was, you know, like I I could go walk with my mom, we could go to the mall and do things, you know, like while it's not easy, we're able to, you know, be there. And I think like having that again, that bittersweet, like, oh, now I know how I need to do things differently this time around. So yeah. Yeah. And, oh, I'm so and I'm so glad that you have that perspective because I think it's I think it's just only going to help in the coming years with your mom and just knowing that the time that you spend with her is going to be much more meaningful in that way. Right. And and you know it, it it's not a walk in the park like moms and first daughters. <laughs> you know, I don't I, I don't want to, I don't want to sugarcoat it, but you know, I always, um, but no, I, I, I get that. And, and that really does guide the way we interact and how, um, we relate to each other. You know, it's like time is finite, right? Um, the other thing that I do, or, you know, because it's so funny, you know, with Likon being a physician, I, I feel like I know enough medicine to get myself into trouble, right? Like I know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> but um, it's funny how my siblings defer to me and I tell them, look, I'm not a physician. Like, I don't... <laughs> but um, one of, I think, and you can relate to this, one of the hardest things for widowed people to do is to ask for help, Right. For that same oh reason, God, you yes. don't want to be a burden. You don't want to, you know. And um, I have, I have reached out to friends who are physicians to be that, you know, like okay, maybe I'm reaching out to four or five people because, you know, you know, different um perspectives, and I no one is there for me a hundred percent, but I can call on different people and say, hey. I have this question, what do you think? And they're always happy to do it, which, you know, the old me and the 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 default me doesn't want to do that. Right. But I the 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 me with perspective is like, oh, this could be helpful to all of us because what I know is not is not enough to be helpful. <laughs> right as like WebMD like that that's everybody has that but you know like <laughs> talking to someone who um again is a trusted friend has been you know and and sometimes it's just you know not necessarily so much medical information as as much as um perspective on you know what to expect you know, or a couple of things about, well, what to ask, or did they think about this? And um, it, it's sad, but I've noticed that at least in the medical field, when you ask certain questions about patients being treated, they will do a double take and they will be like, oh, this person, know you know, they're actually more forthcoming when they know that you know a little bit. So that has been helpful. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. I'm really happy to hear that. And you have also put a lot of forethought into um, carving out time to plan to go see her and spend time with her and kind of ease 
the time that your brother is feeling responsible for her. So that that's only going to improve family relations as well. Absolutely. And then it takes away, you know, uh, I, I know that she's, um, you know, and she's also widowed. So this, you know, I think of it from that perspective that she's thinking, oh my gosh, you know, here I am, all this stuff happening and my husband is not here, right? Like that, that's, that's a reality for her as well. And so, um, keeping that in mind and, um, giving her the space to, you said something about your mom, like it's going to take time for her to adjust. Like this is a significant change that she's doing on top of, you know, her loss. And, you know, it, it's it's literally from, oh, I, you know, I'm going to get up and leave Nigeria and go to London and then go to New York by herself to, nope, you can't get on a plane and you can't go anywhere. Like that's, <laughs> you know, so um, giving her the space to mentally and emotionally come to terms with what the reality is right yeah. and um knowing that you know like she can get cranky about things and understanding that that crankiness generally is not the thing that is right in front of her it's the sum total of all all that is happening right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh it's it's a lot I know it weighs heavy on you and just knowing your mom's situation and what, you know, the future is, you know, kind of panning out to look like for her in the coming months. Same, same with me and my mom. It's strange to think about when I go to visit her now, I don't have a place to stay for the first time in my life. So yeah, it's, um, so that's even kind of a wonky little, um, thing that I need to get adjusted and used to, but you know, that's not going to prevent me from, of course, going to see my mom. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and for me, I have a place to say, but you know, it's, it's when you're out of your own space, that does a number on you. Right. That's another adjustment that you have to come with. So, um, it's, it's a lot, a lot of juggling and, you know, I think, Even like almost 13 years out, it brings things to the surface, mm-hmm. right? It brings things to the surface that um, potentially if we were not in this situation might not have come up, right? I I like to think of people who, who luckily have never experienced profound loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're quite fortunate in my eyes, but now that we've, we've experienced profound loss the blinders are off yeah and we understand what facing mortality is right. um you know facing mor- mortality you know all of us i mean death is coming for us all well, um and right yeah so i i feel like i have a much better um a, a much better approach mm. to you know what is coming for my mom, what's coming for me. Um, so I, I think, 
having that kind of experience in one's life is important to really getting a, a firmer grasp on mm-hmm. what what you know end of life is all about right right yeah i i mean and and you know for me i, I feel like it's 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 almost like two sides of the same coin mm-hmm. right you yeah. have world and you 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 know you know you can survive it you have been through it and then you know what what it is right it's like oh I I yes I know and I have perspective and gosh it really sucks <laughs> right yeah. yeah 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 I mean it's still not you know 100% going to prepare me for the day that my mom dies but I feel that I'm maybe um, in a better mental space for that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can weather whatever comes. Exactly. What's coming is hard, and yeah. I know that I am up for it. Like that's you know, it's those. Um, I don't even know if to call them gifts, but it's the gift that comes with you know right having walked this like you said having dealt with profound loss like there's there's a there's an inner knowledge that you just innately have because you've experienced it right yep yep for sure so um i would ask you what are you doing because at the very least this is a major um emotional and for you even a physical overload right Mm -hmm. so what do you do for Kim (laughs) care of yourself through this well luckily most of that is behind me since um mom isn't staying with me here in Colorado anymore that was that was stressful for several reasons um a lot of worry there and then when I took her back to her home in South Dakota, it was a new set of worries with her trying to live independently. And then it didn't last very long before it was quite obvious that she needed more help and she wasn't safe on her own anymore. So I feel like there have been some big hurdles that um, we've overcome since, you know, since the holidays um, and getting her settled. She is sleeping better at night because she's not afraid that if she falls, she's not going to spend the night on the floor. Um, And I'm sleeping better at night for the very same reason. And knowing that there's somebody who can look in on her and check on her if anything happens. Um, I understand why she's, um, it's a long adjustment period. And I've tried to put myself in her shoes. You know, what would that be like? She can't just run to the grocery store by herself anymore. Um, So what would that be like for me? And that, that's a, big thing to face and I think you know we all have to think about that as we get older and our our health might present new challenges along the way so gratefully I'm glad that all the heavy lifting is pretty much done and now it's just getting the adjustment period going yeah so um do you do anything for yourself like self-care wise in light of Yeah, I would say um, 
I'm participating in more activities um, since mom isn't staying with me anymore and I'm not worried about her um, as much. So I feel like I, I feel like I kind of put my life on hold for a while while she was staying with me because my focus became helping her. And so, um, you know, I, I feel like my self-care is just kind of returning to the things that I enjoy and, you know, activities that I like to do. And that has, that has brought me some happiness. I, Hate to say it, that sounds terrible, but I'm also forgiving myself for feeling that way. How about you? Um, so for me, um, I, I I guess I'm not shying away from the hardness of it. Like I'm okay, yeah, from how difficult this whole thing is. I'm like, okay, this is this is the reality, and mm-hmm. um making that part of what my day is, you know, it's like, okay, this is my reality. And, you know, I'm just adding those extra ands. It's like, this really sucks. But when I'm here right now, what am I going to do that will make me smile? And I'll do that. And then if a phone call comes where I have to deal with something, then, you know, we deal with it. I guess what I'm trying not to do is put my life on hold. Um, but to weave in and out of what the reality is. Does that make yes. sense? Yeah. It does. Most it, certainly. Crapshoot. Like, <laughs> <give up. laughs> I'm trying, but it's not the best. <laughs> it's a natural loss. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I, I am. So for instance, tonight I'm meeting up with a friend and we're going to comedy. And yes. so for that, hour and a half or whatever you know we're gonna laugh at silly jokes and then um, before that I'm meeting with my siblings and we're gonna kind of all kind of get on board with what are the next steps what you know and so letting myself be okay with all of it coexisting has been um kind of my my charge to myself and you know it's it it's the same with grief in general right like we miss our people and we have to live, right? So that's, yes. yeah, that's kind of where I am. Yeah. Good. So, I think that's, yeah. I think it's a healthy place to be, Sade. In in light of the circumstances, I, I think you have a great approach that you still have to take care of you yeah. because you can't follow through with any help for your mom if you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah, exactly, so... So it's definitely a balancing act and, you know, um, sometimes the scales are a little wonky, but, you know, (laughs) that's right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. So that's, um, yeah, interesting perspective. Hopefully this helps people out there because I can't even imagine that we're the only ones dealing with this. So um, I can't imagine either. If at the very least, um, voicing this gives people validation, like, oh my gosh, we're not alone in this and we can muddle our way through, you know, with some semblance of sanity. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I certainly hope so too. Um, You know, life, 
life um, can be hard sometimes. And just being as prepared and as ready for the hard times, I think just helps, helps you keep your balance a little bit better. Um, sometimes you have the wind knocked out of you though, as we, as we both know. So, um, it's, it's not, it's not how you fall down. It's how you get back up. Getting back up. And I, I will say that I bounce back a lot better and a lot quicker than I did. So, so that, that's a good thing, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, yeah, this has been fun. I, I, you know, as we're talking, I was like, oh my gosh, it's February. It is February. Yay. (laughs) We're through the long month of January already. It's a plane flying over. Oh, did you hear that? (laughs) I can't. Oh, okay. Good. (laughs) Big. It sounds like a fighter jet or something. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Well, um, I, I guess we would be um, remiss if we didn't mention February, Valentine's Day. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any yet. And, and it's also wedding anniversary for me. So. Oh, that's right. Oh, Sade. I'll be sending you love. But you know, I have a plan, so that's good. You know, okay. memories are good. I'm going to go listen to some music. So perfect. Um, and I love how that is how you celebrate your anniversary every year. Yes. So I am looking forward to that. And and Valentine's Day, I'm actually going to volunteer somewhere. So I, I was talking to someone at work and she was like, do you want to go volunteer at, um, the Denver Rescue Mission. I'm like, sure. She's like, it's on Valentine's Day. I'm like, even better. Even better. <laughs> so oh, that'll that's something, you know, for me, it's like, oh, it takes my mind completely off it. And yes. doing good for people. So that'll I- do your heart some good. Yes. Yes. So. I love it. Well, happy Valentine's Day to you. Valentine's Day to you. And yeah. I'm going to buy myself flowers. So. Oh, even better. <laughs> I hope you are too. <laughs> I will. I will plan on it now that you mention it. Yes, we'll have to send each other pictures. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Oh. Well, well thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, and we will see you in March, right? Yes, for sure. Right. Oh, you will hear us okay. in. March. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. All right. Take care, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes. Celebrate it. Yes, oh. for sure. Thank you, Bye. Bye.